Welcome into the Draft Deluxe Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tristan Tips. I'm joined by my co-host, Cameron Smith. Cameron, this is our first DFS episode we get to both do, because you've been gone the past couple weeks. How excited are you? One to ten. Oh, ten. Yeah, you I got more energy. Way more energy than me or Mikey have right now, so we're going to have to rely on your intensity. I was feeling good till Mikey postponed, but I'm trying to trying to get it back going. Mikey, I think you're probably pretty tired too, but how you doing? I'm an 11. I can tell. <laughs> I love it. So this will be a DFS episode. We've had quite a bit of success with DFS. We're hoping to keep it going here. Um, we'll do all these totals off of DraftKings. I, no rules, right? I don't. Nothing else we need to get into. Y'all ready to go? Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll start at the quarterback position. We'll go through some of our favorite values at every position. We kind of try to go over the guys you can get for the cheap so that you can try to get those heavy hitters on the to help carry your lineup. So we'll start with quarterbacks. First one we want to talk about, Gardner Minshew. He's going for 5000 on the dot on DraftKings. So far this season, Gardner Minshew has had at least 16 fantasy points in every game. He's had multiple touchdown passes in every single game except for one. He's averaging right around four rushing attempts per game, so that helps as well. The Saints have been a bottom 10 defense against the pass this year. This game is in Jacksonville. Seems like all the arrows are pointing in the right direction for Minshew. They seem to be getting more and more comfortable with him every week. I love Minshew. He's my favorite quarterback play of the week. What about you, Cameron? Yeah, the the big thing with him is the value coming in at 5,000. I mean, it's he's putting up the numbers. It's a good matchup. They're going to need to score the ball. Um, I, I love Minshew this week. Yeah, and he's, every week at that, but especially this week. He's significantly cheaper than a lot of these other guys on here that are about the same value as him. So I was surprised that you had to scroll down for a while to find him. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with Gardner Minshew this week. He's my preferred option. There's really another, only other one quarterback that I would consider. Uh, that would be Matt Ryan. He's going for $6,400. He is at Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Cardinals have been bad there's no other way to put it their secondary is not very good matt ryan has had 300 plus passing yards in every game this season he's had three total touchdowns in every single game except for one so matt ryan has been solid as bad as the falcons have been he's been able to find a way to get a lot of these yards and points at the end of games to salvage his days so i think matt ryan is about as safe of a play this week as you could find for a decent price um i prefer Minshew to ryan what about you I prefer Minshew as well, just because it's an extra fourteen hundred dollars that you can spend somewhere else. Um, but the the matchup with Arizona is obviously spectacular. He's been putting up points, and they can't run the ball to save their lives, so they got to throw it. So if if I was playing Matt Ryan, I'd look to pair him with one of his receivers. Right. Um, but I yeah, it's between him and Minshew for all my lineups. Yeah, and another reason why I prefer Minshew is because he has two receivers going for the cheap that we will get to here pretty soon. But we're going to get to the running backs before we get there. I will start at the top. The most expensive option that we have on here that we like quite a bit, Chris Carson. He's going at exactly $6,000. They go to Cleveland to play the Browns. He kind of keeps coming in cheap every week, and I'm just going to keep playing him. He's averaging almost 19 carries a game this season, also three catches a game. So he's at about 22 touches a game this year. Um, including the past two weeks, he's had 54 total touches the past two weeks. I think as long as Carson can keep the fumbles behind him, he's he's an awesome play, especially going at $6,000. Don't you agree? Yeah, I mean, he's right now the definition of a workhorse. Um, the Browns just got torched by the Niners on the ground. I see no reason that he can't do the same. 
Yeah, I'm with you. This is the Seahawks are rolling right now too. They've had some extra days to prepare. They played on Thursday night, so I think Carson's going to be a huge part of the offense once again. At six thousand dollars, he's going at the price of a lot of these. He's going at a, a price, but he's getting the work that a lot of these elite guys are getting that are in the eights. So, yeah, I love Christopher Carson quite a bit. Um, I'm going to have to talk you into this one a little bit, but Adrian Peterson, he's going at $4,500. First and foremost, they are at Miami, who's been by far the worst run defense in the NFL. They had the bye week, but I don't expect them to get much better. The main thing that's got me in on Adrian Peterson is I saw three separate reports today from different reporters saying, yeah, the Vi- or not the Vikings, the Redskins are going to establish the run. Uh, the new interim coach, that's what he wants to do, establish the run. Um, I saw he came out and said that they need to get Adrian Peterson in a rhythm. He hasn't really had a chance to get in a rhythm. Adrian Peterson himself came out and said this is the best week of practice this team has had. I got to think that's because they're featuring him. That's why he thinks it's such a good week of practice. So are you willing to get in on the Adrian Peterson train? Because it's looking like he's probably going to get 20-plus touches this week. Yeah, what did you say his his DraftKings price was? 4500 Yeah, specifically for that reason. You play him who has good upside this week, so cheap. It allows you to play some of the bigger names on top of that. I th- It is kind of a win-win because you expect him to do something against the worst team in the league, um, and it just helps you bolster your lineup even more with some of these big-time players. Would you be shocked if he scored twice this week? I'm not shocked again or about anything against the Dolphins, so no. <laughs> I'd be shocked if he didn't score, actually. Yeah, I definitely think he scores once. Um, I would not be surprised at all if he scores twice, so I think it's a big Adrian Peterson day that just, I mean, doesn't feel wrong to say, but from what I've seen, it's been ugly for them. But I think he gets on back, gets them back on track a little bit here. I still think the Dolphins win this game. I'm going to stick to my pick yesterday because you guys were too chicken to join my side. But um, anyway, we'll move along. The last running back to mention um, that's going on the cheap. Really, it's hard to find running backs that go cheap because you pretty much are getting what you pay for. But anytime you can find these guys pretty cheap, I think you need to roll them. Tevin Coleman fits right into that category. He's going for $4,400. They're at the Rams. The 49ers are a top two rushing offense in the NFL. They have been great. They've been running the ball so well. Kyle Shanahan is so good at getting these guys going. The Rams have allowed right... (laughs) More than 40 points a game over the past two weeks. This defense is struggling. They're trying to figure some things out. 49ers have been really good. Uh, Coleman, I would expect to get 15 touches. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, he had 16 rushes last week, and he wasn't even involved in the pass game because they were up so early. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he out outperforms his value by a tremendous amount. Yeah, I, I think Brita's going for more than him, so I pretty much whichever one was cheaper I was fine with playing because I think they have similar – workloads and they're both good players this is a good rushing offense so um being in la does not scare me one bit because the rams play some absolute shootouts in that stadium so are you afraid of the rams matchup at all not really i'm uh, going back to the la thing they play i mean they don't have home field advantage whatsoever so and apparently the niners are better than we thought yeah last time we saw um the Rams in that stadium, it was a combined 95 points between them and the Buccaneers. So not saying that's what we're going to get, but it's probably going to be a bit of a shootout between these guys. Um, I will mention, keep an eye on the status of Todd Gurley and David Johnson. If either of them miss, Malcolm Brown is going for 4,300. Chase Edmonds is going for 4,600. That is tremendous values for guys that would get a massive workload. Um, so either one of them miss, those are guys that I think you absolutely have to play. Do you agree? 
Oh, absolutely, yeah. Especially especially Brown, because I feel like if, if Gurley doesn't play, they may try to pound the rock even more since they won't have that limit on Gurley's touches. You see, I would say especially Johnson, because I think Chase Edmonds would be the, well, yeah. the featured back. by. I mean, they're both great plays. I'm just mm-hmm. saying out of the two, I would almost prefer uh, Edmonds, but... No, if either one of them miss, you got to play one of these guys. Um, being able to find these guys cheap, I've pretty much looked at lineups. When I play some of these running backs going at this price, I'm able to get an Ezekiel Elliott or a Dalvin Cook, one of those guys. So that's why you do it. You play these good values so that you can play the guys that you know you can rely on at the top. Uh, moving along to the wide receiver position, definitely my favorite play of the week at wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. He's going for 7400 They go to Kansas City. This is a very fantasy-friendly matchup. DeAndre Hopkins has a 28% target share this season. That is incredible. That is unbelievably high. He's going to get back on track, and I think it's this week. I think he ends up as a top-five wide receiver. I believe you were right there with me on DeAndre Hopkins, aren't you? Yeah, this game's going to be a shootout. It can can probably mimic the Chiefs-Rams game last year where every fantasy player on both teams lit it up. I mean, this could be the week that he has not necessarily what Will Fuller did last week, but something similar where he just has a monster game. Yeah, speaking of Will Fuller, I don't have him on here for us to talk about today, but I just want to mention him. Um, are you interested in playing him this week? I think if you play Hopkins, it's tough to play both of them, but this is I'm kind of fine with getting pieces in this game. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on Fuller? I wouldn't mind playing him. I personally am staying away from him because – what he did last week, now I'm going to be expecting it, and I just don't see it happening. And he, I think he's going for like 6000 I feel like I can get a better player at that price. Yeah, and I kind of feel like he's going to be played quite a bit this week by people because of what he did last week. So mm-hmm. he's one that if I can avoid and he has an average game, I think that gives me an advantage later on. So, uh, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, a great play. Cameron, if I told you you could play a wide receiver that's on pace – for 99 receptions and over 1,100 yards for $5,600, what would you say? Sign me up. Well, that's what Robert Woods is going for. $5,600 against San Francisco. He's incredibly cheap. Um, two reasons, or one reason why I think he's going so cheap, he doesn't have a touchdown on the year, so that's kind of thrown off his numbers. That's going to change very soon. He's not going to go the whole season without a touchdown. It could change even this week. Hopefully it does. Number two that I think needs to be mentioned is we don't know if Brandon Cooks is going to play. He had a concussion last game, so we'll have to wait and see what happens with him. But regardless, I think Robert Woods is a great play. I think he gets a ton of volume in this matchup against San Francisco. I love Robert Woods this week. How do you feel about him? Yeah, I mean, I I, I like him. I think for me, I'd, I'd rather find a way to play Cup over Woods, but I'm, I'm perfectly fine rolling either one of them out. I think... Robert Woods will outscore Cooper Cup this week. That feels crazy, and I'm not saying I don't like Cooper Cup. I just think this is going to be a Robert Woods game. I think he gets it going here. Um, he's been fine. He just hasn't been. He's been a little bit disappointing because he hadn't gotten the end zone. That's really about the only thing. So I think he gets it going. I think he gets in the end zone. I love Robert Woods, the value he's going for. Um, we mentioned earlier with Gardner Minshew, he has two weapons that are going very cheap. Uh, we'll get into that here. I'll start with D.D. Westbrook. This is the one I kind of wanted to dive into. He's going for $5,100. They play the Saints. The way to attack the Saints defense is in the slot. Um, we've seen that throughout the season. Cooper Cup plays predominantly in the slot. He had nine targets, five catches, 120 yards against the Saints. 
Tyler Lockett plays mostly in the slot. He had 14 targets, 11 catches, 154, and a touchdown. And Chris Godwin, 9 targets, 7 catches, 125, and 2 touchdowns. So three monster games. I'm not saying that's what I expected of D.D. Westbrook, but I think it's very possible. Believe it or not, he's averaging over 7 targets a game. It kind of feels like he's been left out of this offense, but he has the same target share as D.J. Shark. So I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going for a good value here. Who do you prefer to the two between Westbrook and Shark? Well, it's kind of hard to argue those numbers, especially because we know that Lattimore's probably going to shadow Shark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I honestly, I'm fine with playing either one of them, especially if I play Minshew. I like to double double dip my quarterback and receiver. So, I mean, I'm I'm honestly fine with either of them. I'm definitely fine with either of them. Um, uh, Shark is going for 5,500. Westbrook 51. Yeah, I went with Westbrook simply because he's a little bit cheaper, and I think to have the opportunity out of the slot, he has the chance to take advantage of it. So both really good plays. Shark has been, what, a top five fantasy receiver this year? Is that right? I think he's number three. God, that's crazy. But So, yeah, I mean, if you want to play Shark, the number three receiver is going for $5,500. That's that's incredible. But D.D. Westbrook, D.J. Shark, definitely good plays, especially if you want to play Gardner Minshew. Uh, the next receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, Michael Gallup, going for $5,600. They go to New York to play the Jets. This is a bad Jets team, so he's going to have ample opportunity. In DraftKings scoring formats this season, Michael Gallup is averaging 22 points a game. That seems wrong, but yeah, he's been great. Um, I think he's had 100 yards in two out of three games. He's had at least six catches in every game. Uh, are you ready to jump on board, Michael Gallup, that at $5,600 you kind of feel like you're getting a steal? I think so. It goes back to the the value play. He's so cheap, and he's been performing that it allows you to. I mean, week one he was forty three hundred dollars in DraftKings, then fifty six hundred, and then five thousand last week. I mean, that's cheap play for a guy that's scoring twenty plus a week. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just team. I mean, they're getting Sam Darnold back, but they didn't really get any better. So outside of you know, have to play against Sam Darnold. So I think he's gonna have ample opportunity. I like. Michael Gallup quite a bit. I haven't really been able to squeeze him into a lot of lineups because I find myself playing Westbrook pretty much everywhere I can. So he's definitely a good alternative. But yeah, Michael Gallup, I think he's a great play. If you can get him in there, find a way to do it. Uh, Last receiver we will mention, and it's kind of ugly, but Preston Williams of the Miami Dolphins. He's going for $4,100. That is dirt cheap in DFS. He's playing a bad Redskins team. Preston Williams is averaging seven and a half targets a game. That's why you're playing him, right? Yeah, he's kind of the every every winning lineup. You know, the big tournament plays they always have one guy that it's like, why did they play him? And it works. And I feel like this could be the guy this week that a lot of people are questioning why you played him. Yeah, I've been I say I've been talking about Preston Williams since the preseason. He's a good player, and I think if he was in a if this Dolphins team was any better, he would have had more success than he's had. But the targets have been there, and that's really good to see. He's had one of their only touchdowns on the season. That's also good. So he'll be involved. Um, hopefully he can find his way into the end zone. That's what's going to give him his value. But this could be the week he actually has a pretty solid game since they're playing a bad team in Washington. So if you want one of those dirt cheap guys to find a way to squeeze in one more stud, I think Preston Williams is your guy. The tight end position. There's really not a lot to dive into. I listed two names strictly because I felt like I had to. We'll talk about the one that I like quite a bit more. I think Cameron agrees with me. Austin Hooper, he goes to Arizona. That's pretty much it. I'm playing the tight end at Arizona almost every week, and it's freaking Austin Hooper this week. 
even a five thousand dollars, I feel like he's a steal. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he's been sensational, especially if if it's one that you if you throw in Matt Ryan at quarterback, get that that double dip. They're mm-hmm. Arizona's terrible against tight end, except for Eifert, which was eh, Andy Dalton. Eifert Andy Dalton. was wide open in the end zone, yeah. and he just didn't hit him because That's it's Andy the Red Dalton. Rocket for you. Mm-hmm. But Matt Ryan will not miss Hooper. Um, this could be a, a very big game for this Falcons team. They need a big game, man. They've been terrible. We've talked about the past two weeks that they're just not very good, but they can score points. There's no doubt about that. So. Hopefully, I would be more shocked than not if Austin Hooper doesn't get in the end zone this week. Um, the other tight end to mention, Mark Andrews. He's going for $4,800. They host the Bengals. I definitely think he bounces back. He had a slow week last week. He was a full participant practice today, so that makes it seem like the foot is feeling better. Um, I think the Ravens score quite a bit this week, and I think Mark Andrews probably gets in the end zone as well. But he's just going for $200 cheaper. I'm still favoring Hooper over Andrews. What about you? Yeah, I just the the numbers against the the Cardinals is is too good to ignore. I think Andrews is a good play, good smart play, but I, I think Hooper is the clear easy way to go at tight end this week. Yeah, I'm with you. A um, couple players I just want to run through you. They didn't make the list, but guys that I've just kind of been interested on, but I don't quite have the confidence, and I'll explain why. I just want to get your take on them. Uh, Terry McLaurin. He's going for 6000 on DraftKings. Obviously, they're playing a bad Dolphins team. Looks like Case Keenum's going to start. McLaurin's been good with Case Keenum. At 6000 I just feel like I can get a better play than him. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's too high for what he's been doing recently. Um, I, I'm kind of shocked he's still that high. But, yeah, uh, and I'm... You definitely I'm think gonna... that there's better that better value at 6000 or you know 6100 6200 than him. Terry McLaurin or Will Fuller? Fuller. Yeah, I'd go Fuller as well. Um, McLaurin or Demarcus Robinson? Demarcus Robinson. It depends on if Tyreek Hill plays for me. So, Sorry, that's probably a cheating answer, but I like McLaurin. Um, I'm worried Case Keenum's not going to finish this game, so we'll see. I just, I'm just i worried that there's too, much, too many moving parts going on in Washington, and they're also got a new coach, so maybe they don't rely on McLaurin. Maybe this new scheme relies more on Paul Richardson. I mean, we just don't know. There's too much unknown for me to feel comfortable playing him at that price. Another one I wanted to mention, Stefan Diggs. He's going for 5,900. They host the Eagles who second or secondary has been bad and they are banged up like crazy. They're down to like their third and fourth string uh, corners. What would you have the confidence to play Stefan Diggs after everything that's been going on? I'd have a little confidence in a tournament game where you need kind of a, a wild card, but in a cash lobby, no. I think there's too much inconsistency with him to, to risk that. Yeah, when you, you have Robert going cheaper than him, because he's going at 5,900, you got Robert Woods, Michael Gallup, DJ Shark, Brandon Cooks, D.D. Westbrook. I mean, that's, that's just too many names that are going cheaper than him. And I'm playing all of them over him. Yeah, I agree with you. That's That was exactly my thought, too. Um, I love the matchup, and I think there is a chance he has a really good game. I just don't think it's a safe play. So I'm going to stay away from it if I can. Uh, running back-wise, Kenyon Drake's going for 4400 You guys pretty much told me last episode there's no way I'll trust him in redraft. Do you feel any different in Daily Fantasy? I do not. I want Kenyon Drake to be a thing. He's getting the touches. They just can't do anything with the touches. So you're probably right, but 
one of these days we're going to be able to play Kenyon Drake. You watch. Um, Jordan Howard, he's been getting in the end zone quite a bit. He's kind of taken over as the lead running back in Philly. He's going for 4900 That's pretty cheap. What do you think? At Minnesota. I don't like the matchup, but if if playing him gets you one of the – playing him at like the flex gets you one of the top – you know, a top receiver, a top running back, then I'm fine with it. You can kind of, you know, wiggle your lineup around a little bit. But just to play him, just to play him, then no, I'm not doing it. Peterson and Tevin Coleman are going cheaper than him. Would you play him over either of those guys? Probably not. I don't think I would either. I'm not for sure Coleman, no. AD, eh, probably not. I'm for, I'm for sure Peterson, so that that should be enough for both of us. Um, anybody else on here? Uh, that's pretty much all I got. What about you? Anybody you're interested in? Um, let me see. No, I think we, I got Thielen in a couple of my, my daily lineups. Um, just because of how bad that secondary is. I think he has a chance for a good game. Yeah, he's still going. To, I think he went at 6,700 last week too. That's what he's at still this week. So yeah, I think not, he has a pretty good no, game as well. Got the Titans defense and all of them, but I don't really care about defenses. <laughs> yeah, for defense, there's really two options: Titans and Broncos. And I am playing the Titans everywhere I can as well. So they're going for like what 2,900? Is that right? I think, yeah, 29. Yeah, that's cheap enough for me. That's going to be. They play each other. So if you didn't know, it's in Denver. That's going to be probably an ugly game. Mikey, you got anything for us? Uh, no. I think, think I'm good. Still awake? Yeah, I'm awake. Just watching this game. How's it going? Anything good happen? I saw the Patriots missed a field goal. Yeah, that's good. Holder didn't get the laces out. Dude kicked straight laces. Is Nugent the guy who got kicked in the face? By Antonio Brown? No. Who was that? It wasn't Nugent. Oh, I'd know his name if he said it. It was the Browns, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, it was the Browns. If you type in Browns punter on the internet, first thing you say is says is kicked in face. <laughs> it was Spencer Lanning. Ooh. Yeah. But anyway, alright, that's all I got. Um you guys got anything else before we get out of here? Nope. Good luck in week six. Good. Short, sweet, to the point episode, not wasting any time. These are your guys you need to play. I'm playing as many of these guys as I can so I can mix in Zeke and the studs at the top. Um, it feels good. I'm ready for another week. Hopefully we get back on track and I don't second guess myself like I did last week and screw myself. So um, That's good. That's all we got for the week. We'll be back Monday. That's Sunday for us, Monday for you guys to break down the games. Until then, we'll see you later. Thanks.